Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Walk. Um, yeah, I hope your Sunday was awesome. Um, honestly, I am having the worst headache right now. Um, but I was like, I still, I still gotta do it. So we're here, <laughs> we're here, and we are five days away from the year being over. And this is right about the time when resolutions are about to begin. Um, the plans for the year, you know, I want to do this, I want to achieve that. But then, of course, two weeks in, we're just like, eh, forget it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stick with it. Um, um, but for today, I honestly thought I would talk about something that I wrote down, but then in church today um my pastor said something that was interesting right because we did like a recap of the year i don't know if you guys did that at your church but we did that at our church and i like what he said which was that it is a good thing for us to remind ourselves of what god has done you know david even said this um, that he will remind himself of the goodness of God. He will remind himself of all the victories God has brought him through, right? Like, and we talked a little bit on that about the power of praise and encouraging yourself, right? Like, remind yourself of who God was when you were there and he's still going to be the same, even in the same situation you're in now. And so that that's the importance. And I love it so much because the way he framed it, it was like a football kind of thing, like a game match, right? And basically what he was talking about was that when, when like football players, for example, they, after a game is done, they sit down and they look at the, the game film, right? So they're analyzing the, you know, the, the gameplay, how it was, how everything went. Clearly, you can tell I'm not a sports person. <laughs> um, but yeah, they analyze all the stuff. And it's in doing that that you get to see your wins, right? You get to see your losses. And one thing he specified was don't, um, don't just celebrate the wins and then that's it. Don't settle after that but instead observe your losses observe it's like taking self-inventory of yourself and i think that is very important i think as uh us believers we talked about this especially when i was um giving you guys a little story time about me and comparison right like the bible does say you should you know check yourself <laughs> check yourself all the time to make sure you are um going in the right direction to make sure you're not diverting back and forth and i think that's so necessary and that's so powerful and the word he gave us for going into 2022 and something that we should consider and i'm actually going to pass that on to you is um are you settling right are you settling for good enough and it's this trap of just good enough and you know Honestly speaking, I have been in that. The moment he said that, right, 
and he kind of explained it a little bit I was like that's me <laughs> that's how I've kind of been looking at school and looking at my life and I'm just like eh. right it's like um we want to only try to the bare minimum and we say that's good enough um uh, it was interesting because I had just watched a movie the other day and this dad wakes up their kids every morning he makes them work out like military style just like you know whistle blowing and and he's like everybody get up and we're, we're going for runs and stuff like that and he would ask his son every single time he would be like if he someone wants to make a, a what you call it an excuse about something he'd be like good or great right and of course the answer he's looking for is great and i was like personally actually um i was with my sister and we were laughing about it we're like nah nah bro like no it's good good is fine um and i realized i have been living in a position of settling the doing my assignments the day before studying for my exam the day before the exam um that's not walking in wisdom at all we talked about this right like wisdom isn't just knowing what to do it's living and acting out the correct precepts and standards that you're supposed to walk in and us as believers we've been given these standards and um ways to live out a life and the fact that you apply it is the fact that's what shows that you have wisdom that you are you are wise and because i mean yeah like what's the point of knowing a bunch of knowledge and facts but not applying it right and so to me i feel like lately i've been living in the good enough right um there's a saying in my university i hear it all the time in a bunch of uh university students and they keep saying c's get degrees right like and honestly speaking i had taken i had said yes to that mentality right i had said i don't need to go so hard <laughs> um i think sometimes even as a believer we start to we we like to how can i say it it's kind of how we talked about before that when you're walking in this walk and you're with christ sometimes what we like to do is we divide our lives right we we say this is my spiritual life and this is my physical life and this is my social life and that's you see and then it becomes a um how can i say it it becomes a bit of a problem because we act one way for that section then we change and we act another way for that section and it gets a bit confusing right because one way we're like oh well school is just school right like does god care about my schoolwork um and i think it's important that we start to understand and and really grasp the fact that god is all about every area of your life right like he created you he created you to thrive in every part of your life i think even paul said that like i pray that you are prosperous in every area of your life right he's not just talking about your your spiritual walk but he's talking about your physical body he's talking about mental state right he's talking about so many different things and we like to assume oh god isn't as invested about that stuff so even if i'm slacking in school as long as i'm doing his work that's what's necessary and i think we 
keep forgetting there are people who are watching us, right? There are those who are watching us. Are we living this Bible, this word, this faith that we have? Are we living it out or are we just all talk and no action, right? We're all bark and no bite and... And honestly, personally to me, sometimes it feels a little hypocritical when I um, want to teach on something, I want to say something, or I want to discuss something, right? And I'm like, but do you do it, right? And I made this conclusion in my mind that it doesn't, I, I like, especially doing episodes like this, right? Like, this is so the both of us can grow, right? Like, let's, let's talk it out. I know you're not talking back, but... Um, it's like I'm nitpicking a part of my brain and um yeah like it as much as they're helpful for you they if they are anyway they're helpful for me um and I do see some of you guys you keep returning so I'm assuming they are helpful for you but they are helpful for me because um it's like keeping a record of revelations that either I've gotten and how I'm also growing right so this is me also taking inventory on myself throughout the year and I haven't been doing good right and so he's God is a God of excellence so we even see that like even when he created the world he created everything he observed it he took time he like he he stepped back and looked at everything and said it's good and we do know it's good because our the earth is positioned in a place whereby if you tilt an extra degree over it could either freeze the whole thing or burn the whole thing it's just positioned in a perfect way um we see even how we are formed and like he is detailed he's very specific he um yeah god when he created everything he stepped back and he observed it and said it's good and i think for me in my life when i for example create something do I ever take the time to step back, analyze it, look at it and say, it's good, right? Um, and truth is, I'll even just go in my, like, my school work. I don't, right? It's just uh, like I'm looking at even with handing in assignments, right? It's just get it done, do whatever, and the, the bare minimum that I have to do and then just put it out there. Um, but... For the first time during my entire semester, I saw that hard work, right, equals like when a hard, actually working hard pleases God. Um, And I know we talked about the whole grind culture, hustle culture, but you don't have to grind and be missing sleep if you just plan out your stuff properly right i think to me the whole i'm studying for 17 hours or i could take two months studying for every day for an hour i think if you compare the standards it's kind of like which one is more smarter i'm not losing sleep i'm not hurting myself in any way but i'm still getting the work done i'm still being efficient right and that's my problem with the grind culture but Either way, hard work is needed and we have to be excellent, right? And the things that we do. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, 25, I think. 
Paul is the one who's speaking. He says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the same games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Um, and basically, Paul just is here is talking about the, the, the idea that you are like an athlete, right? Um, and in what you do, you have a goal in mind, right? Like you have a, you're pressing towards the, the, the prize. And, but the prize that we press towards is that, that crown that doesn't perish, right? Like these people are training. Like if you compare, a um, a so like uh, not even a soldier like a, a a marathon runner right like the work they put towards this race right that is just gonna get them a trophy that can be destroyed can be stolen um but the things of god right like the the way we have to be so engaged in it it's to the point where it's like we are athletes that are running for a prize that can that is eternal, right? And the thing is, do we ever look at ourselves that way, right? Like I'm an athlete, in which means in every area where God has placed me. And sometimes it's not where God has placed me for his ministry. It's the school that God has placed me in, the job that God has placed me in, the church that God has placed me in. Am I? running this race like an athlete am i consistently preparing and am i doing what is necessary am i taking care of myself and i think the most beautiful thing that i ever heard when i was listening to this um marriage um podcast this guy he was talking about the definition of commitment and commitment is me doing what I need to do so I can be present in fulfilling what the other person needs me to do, right? And so, which I, I never thought of that, about it that way. Of course, he was talking about in like a marital day when you're with your spouse. But I think if you look at it with between you and God, you're like, I'm doing what's necessary to take care of me so I can apply myself to what God wants me to do, which means I'm eating right, right? I'm going to go there. I'm, we're going there. <laughs> we're going there. I'm eating right. I am sleeping properly. I'm not staying up until 1 a.m. when I have to get up tomorrow morning. I'm not being sluggish. I'm um, being present, right? I'm participating. I am engaged. I'm working hard, right? Like I'm not only working hard, but I am like, if we stop looking at things as only for ourselves, but we look at the fact that God has given us opportunities to also apply it to other people. So are you that person who's like, I'm going to study hard. I'm going to get engaged with this material so that I don't just pass, but I know that one person who keeps on struggling with the material let's study together right it's that kind of thing do we ever look at things like that right like i can be a blessing to someone's life by saying 
can I tutor you by saying, can I help you out uh, where you don't understand? Um, am I diligent in taking notes to, to the point where if another student can't come to school, I'm the first one to be like, here's my notes, right? Like they don't need to ask me, they, we don't need to be close, but I can just say, here's my notes. That's why I say sometimes we overcomplicate um, this idea of being Christ-like. Like we assume that I have to, it's only based on me saying the word, but it's also based on your character, right? Like who are we showing people um, that this God that we serve is? And I think if unbelievers are more disciplined than believers then it's a problem right like we're supposed to be disciplined we're supposed to be disciplined individuals disciplined people make disciples <laughs> right um i heard that somewhere one time um because it's like you're living and you're walking out what it is you're saying and we talk about a god who's so powerful deserving of all glory and praise yet do we glorify him in the things that we do and the actions that we do right like do we show that that we respect him that way enough to be invested in actually putting effort in the things that we do and in the places we we, we are in that we know and so that people are like wow you work in an excellent way and you just keep crediting it to God. I work this way because I have a God who values um, the things I do and he cares about the things I do. And, you know, I, I here's the thing. I love it so much because I think me as a student, I leaned heavily on the mercy of God and the grace of God and the favor of God. You know, I, I love that verse. He, he's mercy, grace, and favor will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Um, it's, 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 I remember one time I, I didn't study for a test and I felt dirty even to even go and ask God to be like, help me with this test. Right. Um, and honestly, I was like, okay, this may be the devil playing with me a bit about, because I was ashamed even to even ask that because I'm like, I know I didn't do the work, right? And I know who God is. God is not going to endorse my laziness, um, but he was still merciful. And I think he still, personally, I know he's still being like gracious to me. He's still being, showing me mercy. Um, but I remember at one point that, that those words kept repeating over and over in my head, God will not endorse your laziness. He will not endorse your laziness. And I had to tell myself, number one, this whole do an open book thing that my university is trying to do because we are online students now. Though it may seem like an opportunity to you, is a thing that endorses your laziness because you believe you don't have to study anymore. You can just open your book, right? Um, and it's like, but that's not who God created you to be. He wants you to be disciplined. He wants you 
to rely on him but not on the doorways that the world tries to make for you like it it's 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 helping you become lazy you don't see the point of studying and so god in his marvelous way he was still being merciful to me but i still strongly believe in the concept of show up and god is going to show up um because it's like god is always there essentially but initially anyway um but are you there to witness him in action right because i think like we talked about god partners with people he works with us and I think sometimes we let him do 100% while we want to just sit back. And he's not about building your comfort. He's about building your character because the world is going to get harder. The, the, th- the things that are coming at you are going to get tougher. And because he knows, right? He's not. And I think sometimes, yes, God does will allow sometimes for us to be hurt a bit because you begin to see, right, that the way I think I'm doing things is not the right way. And so, yeah, I do believe sometimes because he knows what we can handle, right? So a simple failing in in that test is not going to kill you, but you can handle it. It's to shake you up. Realize that A, B, C, D, it's going on. You're not doing it right. And so that good enough um, trap, I've been in it. (laughs) And honestly speaking, I want to change. I want to do things differently. I want to apply myself more. I want to get out of this mindset of I can do whatever is good enough to me and only benefit me and please myself because that means I've made myself an idol, right? I've made myself a place that I worship, being that I give in to whatever it is that my flesh wants right and that's a dangerous place to be at i don't want to be that person i want to be i want to be like an athlete i want to be head in i want to do what's necessary um i want to apply that commitment definition that we just talked about that taking care of myself and doing what I need to do for me so I can apply myself to the things of God. And I do know what those steps are. I do know what those steps are. And it's all about being wise. Be wise in your ways. And God himself, he's very much invested about every area of your life. He created you. He's your father. He wants you to prosper in every way. And if you're that person, um school hasn't started yet (laughs) it's about to start you don't have to wait for january 1st you don't have to make this a new year's resolution for it to fail later um make it a promise make it a person make it who you are um stretch yourself it's not gonna be easy you're gonna have to wrestle with your flesh sometimes your your thoughts your minds it's gonna try to tell you you don't need to go that hard, right? But yes, you do. Um, because he's the God that shows up for us every day. And I think we owe him that much that we are 
showing up for to be better and do better and we're not in a place of darkness anymore that we're just settling i don't want to settle god never made us to settle he made us for bigger for better and i think there's um i forgot who it was i don't know if it was jacob or joshua but the name starts with a j and i think so and they had to go and check the other land right um whether or not there there was um like if they could take over that land and i remember the others ran and they came they ran away because there were giants there and they were like no we can't we can't defeat them we can't beat them but the others were looking at the fact that yo the grapes are so big like we gotta go we, we gotta go and i think i remember someone oh my goodness someone preached uh a, a, a sermon before on the grapes versus the giants right like there's people who are looking at the problems and the, what they cannot do and what they cannot accomplish and they're just like we can settle for difficult we can settle for it's hard you know it's, and i think we do ourselves a disservice when we settle because we're preventing ourselves from seeing more of god i think when you put yourself in a place where there's absolutely anything there's nothing else that you can do you like you finished every um ounce of what you could possibly do god carries over and does the rest and i think it's amazing because you know okay i could only do this far how come i'm that i'm that far i can i definitely see god and you know but we're settling we're doing ourselves in a service and i think um something that christine kane said one time and i'm gonna leave it with you she said, I want to live each day like, anyway, like it's my last. Like, if God was to come today, or if I was to go today, I would know I put everything on the table. I didn't hold back on anything. I said what I had to say. I was honest when I had to be honest. I was straightforward when I had to be straightforward. I, I worked to my hardest. I, I put everything out there. Why? Because today is not coming back. And I don't know when I'm going to go. I don't know when I leave this place. Um, and at the same time, I don't know when Christ is coming back. But I want to say each day, at the end of the day, I want to look back and say, I did everything I could and to me it parallels just like God did in the time when he was creating the world he did everything he had to do that day and he looked stepped back and said it is good and may we continue to live out like that that we apply ourselves each and every day we don't settle for good enough that we're just like I think uh, I think yeah that we're not pushing ourselves even or or giving 100% we're okay with just 50 don't be okay with 50 don't be okay with eight giving 80% give 100% um what are you keeping the other 10% for um so yeah <laughs> um I I just wanted to share that with you I think you know now that we've finished kind of with Christmas I think the important thing is looking now into this coming year and where we're going um and realize 
for us to be fulfilling in the move of God and what he's doing in this coming time, we have to be present, right? Like we have to be fully engaged. And I think if we don't cultivate that excellence in our own lives and starting now, do we really think we're going to be as strong-minded and like athletes um, when he's calling you, right? I want to say yes, I do. And I don't want to, I don't want the version of me that shows up when I say yes to be broken, tired, sleep deprived, malnutritioned. (laughs) I'm like, yes, God, send me to the extra for the, you know, the extra mile. Send me however far you want me to go. And I wouldn't be prepared for that. And so, yeah, I'm going to keep thinking about this. I'm going to keep letting the Holy Spirit be like, yeah, Kathy, mm -hmm, convict me. Let's get it. Let's, uh. And like I said, don't wait for January 1st. You can start now. You can start tomorrow. You can start today. Do what you got to do. And as you make those changes in your life, I pray that God directs you. He shows you the plans that he wants to um, pursue through your life. He shows you how he wants to change you. And honestly speaking, call on him, right? Like rely on him, trust in him. Um, Be like, Lord, Help me get through A, B, C, D. Even if it's like, help me get through this workout. Help me get through um, waking up tomorrow. I remember one time I went an entire month, I think a few months, without um, my alarm clock. And it was me validating that whole concept that he's the one who wakes me up, right? Like, he's the one who wakes me up. I don't, I'm not awoken by my alarm clock. And so I put it away. And I kid you not... Every day I woke up around this exact same time and it was honestly shocking, but I was like, yes, yes, Lord, look, look at you (laughs) doing what you always do. And so even when I didn't go to sleep at the exact amount of time, like at this exact time, I woke up around that five, six o'clock and I kept doing that over and over and over and I love it. And so may we continue. Yeah. So back to the prayer that God continues to reveal himself to you and that you keep showing up for him and he got you he got you when you stumble just get up dust off and keep on running you're an athlete train like one and prepare yourself like one and be committed to the things of christ and may god continue to keep you um and that even as you sleep this night just pray that he shields your dreams that he's the one speaking he's the voice that's speaking and we cancel anything any attacks over you um over your life i pray that deliverance takes place even in the times that you least expect it right um and yeah god is good and until and amen (laughs) until the next one guys i will see you tomorrow bye